Welcome back to another episode of the Heroic High Pot Takes. I'm Kevin Call, host of the Pitch Podcast. And this is always coming at you. Your bonus content is in between our big episodes. Uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, you can go listen to episode two of the Pitch Podcast, our Star Wars A New Saga, where we dive into and pitch our ideas for episodes 10, 11, and 12 of Star Wars. Special guests, of course, are Vactor from the Vactorverse, as well as Rob Keys from Screen Rant. So great show. Uh, give it a listen. Let us know what you think. But today, it's February 16th, 2023, the day before Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania hits theaters all across the nation. And because of that, Kevin Feige is making the rounds. He's talking about a lot of the future DCU projects. And so we're going to take a beat and come back and talk a little bit about all of the big interviews with Feige, some of the cool information that's come out from those interviews around projects like Thunderbolts, the Marble, Spider-Man 4, even an Ant-Man 4 um, movie, how Kang is is the right villain at the right time, talking about um, the new Blade movie. So lots to uh, get caught up on, get everybody caught up on uh, in this heroic iPod take. We'll be back in a sec. Okay, so we're going to dive in. Here's the deal. MCU Thunderbolts. We knew it was coming. Harrison Ford replacing the uh, recently deceased uh, William Hurt in the role of uh, Thunderbolt Ross. He's going to be positioned in that story as the president of the United States uh, within the MCU, which is exciting. Last we saw Ross, the character Ross, he was Secretary of State. Uh, so that'll be really cool to see Harrison Ford in that role as like the president. We've seen him play a president before, obviously in the movie Air Force One. I think that's where some of the inspiration's coming from and why they thought Ford was a good sort of replacement actor for the character. Uh, it'll be interesting to see maybe what Ford brings to the role that's maybe uniquely different than what Hurt had already brought to the role. I think you're still going to have this tough, um, grizzled, um, convicted sort of Boy Scout type character um, that Harrison Ford's really good at playing. Be interesting to see if there's a little bit of humor uh, in that as well. And uh, But it'll be interesting to see how he interacts with uh, probably Julia Louise Dreyfus's character Val, uh, who we assume is going to be in the film. And then ultimately the Thunderbolts team, which we know some of the characters that's been announced. You're going to have uh, Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. You're going to have Yelena Baleva, um, you know, the sister to Black Widow um, in the in the film, you're going to have uh, the character played by David Harbour from Black Widow, uh, the Red Guardian. He's going to be in it, uh, amongst a few others. So really exciting uh, movie. I'm assuming this is MCU's kind of version of the Suicide Squad. I don't, I don't know if it'll have sort of the R-rated sort of irreverency and and quirkiness that James Gunn brings to that type of material but I'm sure it will have similar themes around that these heroes are they don't really see themselves as heroes right they're just 
they're, they're people who have been villains to some respect and characters who have been demonized and things like that that are that are probably going to be put in a situation where they have to prove to themselves that they can be heroes and uh but also probably put in a situation where they have to do the things that the avengers really can't do um go to maybe the dark corners of the of the world and and do some stuff so it will be interesting to see how the film plays out but it was announced by feige that the de facto leader of the thunderbolts is going to be bucky barnes character so it will be interesting to have this uh bucky barnes how he interacts with val how he interacts with harrison ford's ross i'm just really excited about this movie i think it's it's exciting and again it kind of follows this sort of post in-game uh, storyline that we've kind of caught into which is you know the superhero worship going on um, the anti-superhero worship how the world loves and hates uh, superheroes within the MCU and you know you're going to have this sort of super secret Thunderbolt squad uh, doing stuff so that's my hot take on that one you've got Another update from Feige. Again, this whole episode, we're going to talk a lot about Feige and a lot of things he's been talking about on his press tour for Ant-Man 3 Quantumania, which comes out tomorrow. Um, I hope everybody gets a chance to see it. I'm super excited about it. But he talked about Spider-Man 4. And Spider-Man 4 is a movie that I can't wait for. I, I feel like it feels like so long ago that Spider-Man had graced the screen uh, we had the no way home movie which just was as a fan so so gratifying in the sense of being able to see andrew garfield toby mcguire return uh and joining the screen with tom holland very very cool movie um obviously william De- willem defoe returning as the green goblin was was a treat I just loved everything about No Way Home. And so it's just the anticipation to see where Spidey fits into the future of the MCU based on the outcome of that movie, all the things that we've seen since then uh, with the multiverse of madness, Wakanda forever. It, It is interesting, all of these sort of phase four movies, it's not clear exactly how they all will connect at some point. But we know we're gearing up for Avengers, Kang Dynasty, and Secret Wars. So one's got to assume that Spidey's going to be involved in some way, at least we hope. Um, But we know Ant-Man 3, or better known as Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, is going to be the kickoff to Phase 5. And it may answer some of these questions or just sort of beget more questions. Uh, Most likely the latter. But that is... The update on Spider-Man 4 is that um, Tom Holland's Peter Parker is in a unique position after those events from No Way Home and that um, his future will be influenced by this multiverse and the larger MCU stuff. So I feel like that's sort of paving the way for him to show up in the Avengers movie, Um, but we'll see. But the fact is, it's a non-update update, right? It means that spider-man 4 is still being talked about they're still planning for it it hasn't changed uh, course or trajectory or anything like that so uh we know we're getting a spider-man 4 we just don't know when um all right so moving on i, I talked a lot about ant-man 3 coming out tomorrow so 
Feige talked a little bit about why Jonathan Majors, Kang the Conqueror, was chosen. And he's a big villain that allows for the... um, That just allows for, you know, his time-traveling abilities. It just makes him unique, right? He becomes a very interesting antagonist. The fact that he's not just fighting Avengers. He's going to be fighting against variants of himself. And that, to me, is extremely compelling because... You realistically could have on screen like Jonathan Majors fighting Jonathan Majors, and that's a um, that's a very interesting dichotomy right there. Um, it sort of was already brought to light in the Loki season one finale, um, how how the multiversal war and Kang and all that sort of got kickstarted. So um, very intrigued about him as a villain, how the Kang Dynasty movie is going to shape up. All of that. Um, And I think Jonathan Majors is just, from what I've seen, what I've read, what I've heard, is that he's just a great, he's a phenomenal actor, number one, but he really shows his chops. And um, that's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch on screen. So uh, great bites from Feige on on sort of why Kang was the right choice as sort of the post-Thanos next big bad uh, in the in the MCU. Um, Ant-Man 4, there is already uh, talks in, uh, about developing a fourth Ant-Man film, so that's coming. And uh, we don't know when, no release dates, don't know anything else, no other details, but it's nice to know that they're already talking about it. I haven't seen the third movie yet, so it'll be cool um, to kind of get an idea of what what they could do with Ant-Man 4 after I know what the plot from Ant-Man 3 is. So uh, probably be a good pitch podcast in the near future we could do an ant-man 4 episode do our pitch for what we would do for ant-man um on the rest of sort of feige's press tour he got approached it's interesting it's an interesting question i get asked this a lot are superhero movies starting to become oversaturated is the interest in superhero movies going to die at some point? Um, are these movies going to stop being good? Um, and Feige sort of came to the defense of that you can't really... I mean, people still read these comic books. So, like, the fact that you would think that these movies are are sort of becoming oversaturated seems kind of silly um that you can always tread new ground you can always sort of do new things and um it's and that's sort of my words um i'm i don't think people would get tired uh of seeing comic book movies being adapted into movies or comic books being adapted into films to say that correctly um so i i think this could go on forever i think what's more important is how are you adapting them right what type of material what type of diversity what type of representation all of those things go into making these characters uh, come alive on screen that's relevant for the audience today and i and i think about this right like 
you think about the early MCU, like phase one, right? You had Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, um, Mark Ruffalo, the, the, the original six Avengers, right? And that very much fit like the type of movie going audiences um, and the expectations of the blockbuster movie going audiences of that time. And um, because we were used to seeing white guys on camera playing these big, bigger than life superheroes. Um, you think about Superman, you think about Batman, it's kind of the same thing. Now we're into headed into phase five. There is no Iron Man. There is no Captain America. Um, Thor is still hanging around. Captain America's now Sam Wilson. He's a black guy. Um, you have the Black Panther. And you've got all these other characters that are coming out with a lot more diversity. And I think that is appealing to these younger audiences that want that, that want to see that, that want to, you got Shang-Chi, you know. So um, I think as long as the representation and diversity and stuff is there, while you still continue to build on what was successful in the past, these movies could go on forever. Um, now, the connectivity, the tissues, the ligaments of the MCU and how expansive it is and stuff like that. You always do worry about like that jump the shark moment. Are we there yet? I don't know. Um, and I think that kind of dovetails into uh, Feige's other comments where he talked a little bit about things that he learned from the DC, the, the Disney plus shows and you know, that those shows do allow for more character development and world building. Um, but not every single audience is willing to engage into that kind of format. So it doesn't necessarily appeal to everybody, whereas the movies maybe have a, a greater appeal, right? People are willing to give two and a half hours of escapism to a film versus like the longer form content. It's like, ah, I'm not really that interested. Um, so it is going to be interesting to see how the MCU just continues to evolve. But as a fan, I am super pumped about it. I love everything about it. I could talk about it all day long with anybody who'd be willing to listen. And uh, it's part of the reason why I have this podcast, I guess. So um, that said, let's move on. So Feige gave an update uh, of the Blade movie. We mentioned this on a, on a past episode of the Heroic Hype uh, Hot Takes. He said that it's in development and the studio is taking its time really to truly get it right. They finally got a new director um, on the film, but it's going to start production soon. So uh, definitely, you know, confirms what we had talked about on a previous Hot Takes episode. So uh, Blade is coming. Can't wait. Um, the final thing that Feige talked about, though, was Fantastic Four. And... I am pumped about Fantastic Four. We do have a future episode of the Pitch Podcast that's going to be dedicated to Fantastic Four. Adam and I have been talking about it. Um, we're really excited to dive into those characters and how they would work um, within the framework of the MCU. And um, Feige's already teasing how the Fantastic Four quote will be different from anything we've seen before. And... Um, I'm, I'm really stoked about that. Uh, I'm stoked about how um, we're going to get something unique about the Fantastic Four. I used to read the Fantastic Four com comics and 
it's going to just be really cool. And I think it's going to start with casting. I know there's a lot of rumors. Everybody wants Krasinski and Emily Blunt to be, you know, the, 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 you know, Susan Storm and Reed Richards. I, you know, I don't really care as long as you have a great cast that can really pull off the characters. I'm, I'm all in, all in on Fantastic Four. Um, I'm not going to divulge what I think they should do. Cause again, we're going to do a pitch podcast later about that. Um, so lastly is Marvel's Nova. So apparently there's a show in development, um, on Disney plus, which will feature Richard Ryder as the, t- as the titular character. I can't wait for Nova. I think Nova's awesome. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Nova maybe even gets a little, uh, appearance at the end of guardians of the galaxy volume three coming out this summer but uh very enthusiastic about that news and that update so anyway these are some of the big hot takes coming around uh with feige making the press rounds for ant-man uh and ant-man and the wasp quantumania you can read all of these online at various outlets like hollywood reporter screenrant.com movieweb.com etc um great stuff um but yeah this has been another episode of the heroic high pod takes part of the fuse film podcast network and your bonus content on the pitch podcast so stay tuned as we give you more updates and news from the world of superhero movies and tv shows and tune in to our our last episode of the pitch podcast where we dove into the world of star wars with rob keys from screen rant and justin vactor from the Vactorverse. um and again uh offline uh, rather, uh, in the social verse, you can uh, tweet with us at, at @fusedfilm. You can follow us on Instagram at @fusedfilm. You can follow us on YouTube, where you can get video versions of our podcast, as well as shorts that you can share around. Um, we're going to start evolving some of that, and uh, you can follow us on Facebook at, at @fusedfilm as well. I'm Kevin. This has been the Pitch Pod pa- Pitch Podcast and our heroic hype hot takes. Have a great day.